Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to a bundle of Toronto Raptors news, so let's dive straight into it. And the first thing we're talking about is Malachi Flynn re returning tomorrow for the Toronto Raptors. Now obviously, tomorrow's game is against the Miami Heat in Toronto, Canada, and there's one return that everyone's hyping up, and it's obviously the Raptors' groat, Kyle Lowry, but there's another guy that might be sneaking his way back onto the court, another Raptors point guard, I guess current Raptors point guard, not a former Raptors point guard, it's Malachi Flynn, because Malachi Flynn is listed as questionable for tomorrow's game against the Miami Heat, he logged 14 minutes in a rehab game against the 905, and only scored two points, one of six shooting from the field, zero of three from the three-point line. At least he got uh, three assists. Uh, Josh Lundberg's throwing in also that uh, Utah Watanabe is questionable for tomorrow as well. But this is interesting. This is some interesting news if Malachi Flynn can return because if you look at what people are saying about this team, you watch this team play and... The three, the trio of power forwards we have coming off the bench has been nice for the squad. We've been winning a bunch of games since the trade deadline, and Boucher, Thaddeus Young, and uh, Precious Achua. Got to get the propaganda going early in this podcast. Shout out Precious, playing phenomenal. But those three guys have been great for us off the bench. But the question has been, who will help us in the guard position? Because obviously we have Fred Van Vliet, we have our star boy Gary Trent Jr., who are coming back into form now. They're looking like they're recovering from injuries just a little bit. Obviously, in the pre previous game against the Orlando Magic, Raptors kind of cruise controlled their way to victory. So not the most efficient games, lots of uh, hucking up shots. But there's still question marks about who could be the backup point guard for this team. Now, or point guard, shooting guard, whatever, right? We need one of those backup guards. We saw Armani Brooks get a lot of run over the past few weeks in terms of that position, but over the past two, three games, we haven't seen much of Armani coming off the bench, getting rotation minutes. So there is one guy that was really showing out in his opportunity, his slight opportunity, his sliver of opportunity, and that was Malachi Flynn before he ended up going down with injury. And I think he's a guy that if we have... You know, a bit of a grace period here, obviously five, six games left in the season. If we can get Malachi Flynn back into form, I think Nick Nurse would rely on him more than a Delano Banton, who obviously just can't be played at this point because teams just switch into a 2-3 zone and Delano's inability to shoot and, you know, slash against those zones keeps him from, you know, he's easy to scheme against. Obviously, our guy, Justin Champagny, uh, currently right, is yeah, not yeah. going to be a guy on the roster because uh, we did end up signing Armani Brooks, but he was guy, he's a guy that's killing it in the G League right now. And Brooks, you know, three-point shooter, defender, will he get run? He hasn't been playing lately. So Malachi Flynn, he could get that opportunity. Now, as Josh Lundberg brought up, didn't look too hot in his uh, sort of tune-up game with the G League, but that's to be expected. Players coming back from injury struggling. I'd say... Let him have one big game. Get the confidence going in the G League before you bring him up. Let him have a big game. Let him rock out with something because you, know, you don't want Malachi Flynn coming out incompetent and then tanking his value, not letting Nurse, losing all confidence in Nick Nurse and straight back to the Nick Nursery. That's what might happen if we throw Malachi Flynn in too early. So that's my take. Do I think he'll play tomorrow? Unlikely. He's questionable, but he's probably healthy enough for a return and maybe he will be sort of returned if that makes sense. I don't think he's going to get minutes, but I think we should let him run in the G League a little bit. Let him let him rock out. Let him play a little bit. So we'll see what ends up happening with Malachi Flynn because he could be a valuable piece if we're trying to make a little bit of a playoff run. But the next topic of discussion we're diving into today is an NBA exec calls Scotty Barnes Rookie of the Year. 
And there's been a lot of people speaking on uh, Scotty Barnes' potential Rookie of the Year candidacy. And there's, uh, you know, the, the, the guys of Evan Mobley, Kate Cunningham, Scotty Barnes. There's been lots of debates about who will win Rookie of the Year, especially go on NBA Reddit, NBA Twitter, all that stuff. But an NBA exec has come out and... Uh, Give him praise to Scotty Barnes, and he said the Raptors have been battling injuries, lineup uncertainty all year, and Scotty Barnes has been the one few constants for them. If impacting uh, the team's success on the court is taken into account for rookie year, Barnes has been the most impactful rookie this season. So an NBA executives calling Scotty Barnes obviously the rookie of the year. If, if you know you're taking impact into account, win it, and that's the real argument that. A lot of people were pushing the narratives for Evan Mobley over the course of this year. Oh, the Cavs are way better than the Raptors. You know, you got to give it to Mobley. Similar stats, yada, yada, yada. Well, the Toronto Raptors, they are currently above the Cleveland Cavaliers in the standings and in large part due to Scotty Burns and his impact on winning. He said in the post-game interview that he's a winner. He's always been a winner. And he's going to win that Rookie of the Year award. If it goes to Evan Mobley, if it goes to uh, Kate Cunningham, I would be disappointed because... They all have similar stats. Cade has the most impressive stats in terms of scoring. I'll give him credit there. But the rest, the, the efficiency, yikes. Cade's also number one, number two option down there for the Detroit Pistons. With that sort of opportunity, even though Scotty Barnes has comparable shots per game, I think it's only two, three extra for Cade Cunningham. But, you know, he's getting his shots and this plays run for him. And a system built around Cade Cunningham. Whereas Scotty Barnes is the fifth option on a playoff team assistant, playing defense, doing everything out there on the court for winning basketball and putting up the same number of stats. I don't think there's a comparison there. And Evan Mobley, similar same, you know, similar stats, similar play style, strong defender in Evan Mobley, but the Raptors have a better team record. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You got to give it to the guy with the better record that's impacting winning, that's doing all those sorts of things. So shout out to Scotty Barnes. Got to get that rookie of the year. I saw Bill Simmons also say that he would give Scotty Barnes his rookie of the year vote. I've seen a few more people, more more of those guys that have votes and executives talk now coming out speaking on Scotty Barnes. So he's getting his love. No disrespect coming, at least from the NBA media right now. So that's a, that's a big W for our guy, our rookie Scotty Barnes. But not a W, a big L that came for potentially the worst Raptors take of all time. Now, we've heard some bad ones. We've had some bad ones on the, the Raptors Digest here. It is what it is. Once you're if you're putting your opinions out there, you're going to have some bad takes. I waned off the Twitter a little bit. Probably should get that back rocking at some point. But used to be a Twitter guy and probably one of the worst tweets in regards to the Raptors. All. It ended up getting deleted. And so for people that don't know, I got to shine light out because it was deleted, missed it. I've been health and safety protocols the past few days. So I, want, I still want to address it. But this tweet came from Sam Amico saying that an easy fix. To, so the, the, to put some context on here before I read this verbatim. So news came out that specifically the Philadelphia 76ers and the Boston Celtics were unwilling to state that their team has been fully vaccinated. Now, Obviously, there's a bunch of drama on the Kyrie Irving situation. There's players across the league that haven't been vaccinated. It is what it is. But these two teams wouldn't sort of say that their uh, their guys were fully vaxxed. And an indication of sorts that it wasn't, you know, some random scrub on these teams. It wasn't some just trash player that, that wouldn't be able to play. And obviously, then people bring up, okay, these are potential matchups for the Toronto Raptors in the first round. And if you want to play in Canada, you got to be vaxxed across the border. 
So Sam and Miko got a little bit frustrated, got a little bit political. Have whatever your stance on uh, on that stuff, you know. Obviously, I'm double vaxxed. I, you know, get vaxxed, stay safe, all that stuff. But Sam and Miko had some strong opinions and saying that easy fix. Toronto's ineligible for the playoffs or has to play home playoff games in the U.S. Don't punish U.S. teams because of another country's rules. The tweet reads, "It's verbatim." from an NBA reporter. You know, these guys, investigative, you know, trying to build their name, doing these things. Obviously, Sam Miko is a, isn't the most credible guy in terms of NBA news and isn't the most uh, credible guy, clearly, for in terms of laws because bla- saying this is a law in, a, in Canada, just another country's rules. Well, the United States, in fact, has the same rule. If you want to go into the United States, you gotta got to be double vax. So it's not really another country's rule. You want to cross that border one way or another. Gotta, gotta get that back, so, I don't know. He wants the Raptors to either be ineligible for the playoffs, which would be great, because probably his favorite team, I don't know who this guy is, but, or what, what his affiliations are, obviously we've seen him report some stuff for the past few years, watching the channel and all that, but, what does he want? This team to not play? Play down in Tampa once again? Get out of here with that nonsense. Some of the, one of the dumbest things I've ever read. One of the dumbest things I've, you know, ever, ever seen. Raptors shouldn't play because of a country's rules. Get out, get out of here with that nonsense. It's uh, it's just stupidity, just just pure stupidity. But another thing, you know, we already talked about a return earlier in this video. But Kyle Lowry, he's making his return tomorrow. He called out Nick Nurse. He spoke on Scotty Burns. He's doing the Toronto press run, as he as he's been doing over the past. Uh, couple weeks i tell you calls out nick nurse he threw a jab at nick nurse saying that nurse is going to try and scheme for kyle lowry not let him get his game going not not let him rock out with anything there so that's a you know we'll see how kyle lowry if he's coming out motivated trying to show up his former coach his former team he also came out and spoke on scotty barnes and how phenomenal he is says he's been watching him since he was a youngin knew that he'd be an nba player knew that he's been growing developing all that sort of stuff so it's just great to see Kyle Lowry speaking on the Raptors, showing love for the team. He says he basically watches all of our games, so it's going to be a a truly historic night, him returning, because this is really a long time since he's played in Toronto, because obviously last season was, he was on the team, but, uh, or early in the year, we faced off against him, I don't think, in Toronto, and uh, he was out for most of those games. He's supposed to come back for one of them. However, uh, yeah, we had all we had these games got canceled last season, playing down in Tampa, so couldn't play in front of Raptors fans at that point. The playoffs the previous year and the end of the season all happened in the bubble. So it's really been since 2019. We've seen Kyle Lowry in Toronto in the six north of border. So it's gonna be cool to see. Gonna be cool to see. Hopefully everyone can make it out to that game that's in Toronto and check it out. Show some love, spread some love to the Raptors grow. But you guys have best to make this far. Check out the Instagram, the TikTok, the Twitter, all of that cool stuff. Let me know what you guys think about all these Raptors news. Let me know in the comment section below. I'm signing off. Cheers.